0: Welcome to the Firetime Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. I'm your host, Tim Reed. And once again, I'm so excited to be here today. Welcome to the Firetime Podcast. And if you're listening to this in real time, here we are, 2023. 2023. It's our first episode and gosh, it's so crazy to think about, again, the ground that we've covered. I, For me personally, I have moments throughout the year that, that always make me very reflective and truly the start of each podcast season, so that's going to be the Tuesday after Labor Day and then the Tuesday of our trade show in March, I'm very reflective of where we've been and also in the new year. You know, for me, I know that there's, there's nothing, you know, technically special about the, the difference between December 31st and January 1st, but for me, I really try to spend intentional time at the end of every year, the beginning of the new year, to focus myself, to think, to pray, and to just spend some time in reflection about who I am, where I've been, and where I'm going, and I hope that you are making time to do that same thing. Now, in today's episode, we're continuing our Firetime Magazine Rapid Reaction series. And this article is a really, really good one that was written by Michael Vercruzzi, and it came out in the September issue of the FTM this year. And it's called, How a $20 Add-On Could Save Your Business in the Fight Against CO2. And you know, we've been talking a lot this year about electrification. And we actually have some more podcast episodes coming up in the future to talk about it specifically because, you know, the conversation around electrification is not going away. And what is so neat about this article is that Michael used to work for Google. And in the article, he gets into the reality that most big companies today even ones that claim to be you know super super green and they're worried about the climate and everything else they are pumping out tons and tons of co2 and and other you know greenhouse gases and things but they offset that through different programs to become a carbon neutral company and this article is about how it's actually not that expensive for you to do the same thing and I remember at the time listening to it thinking man I, I think that Michael's on to something here and and you know what he talks about in the article is something that we should all think about so it's been a while since I've listened to it so with that said I'm going to jump in listen to the article along with you and go right into my rapid reaction.
1: How a $20 add-on could save your business in the fight against CO2 by Michael Vercruzzi The Great One You'd be hard-pressed to find many hockey fans who don't have Wayne Gretzky at the top of their all-time greats list. Yet when asked about what made him so exceptional, the legendary skater gave an answer that seems almost too simple. I skate to where the puck is going to be, not where it's been. On its face, it seems obvious, right? Analyze the situation, anticipate where you need to go, execute the move, and reap the benefits. Yet it's clearly not something every other player has done or even tried to do. And that fact gives rise to an obvious question. Why not? While I don't have an NHL pedigree to explain the tactical hurdles from a hockey perspective... I've spent the better part of 10 years working with organizations to find actionable trends in data, and I've found that Gretzky's recipe for success has particularly strong parallels in the business world. Specifically, there's a clear divide between companies that can use insights to move where their markets are going to be versus companies that don't. The reactive businesses aren't neglecting movements because they want to fail, Instead, there's just so much else going on that it's hard to focus on anything beyond staying afloat against the pandemonium of their day-to-day operations. COVID hasn't helped either. The chaos dial has been cranked up higher than a thermometer during a Texas summer. It's currently 105 degrees as I visit our Dallas Distribution Center. So it's hard to fault anyone who's been operating in pure survival mode. With that said, there's a trend that's enveloping not only our industry, but the entire national consciousness. And despite the turmoil around us, we need to ensure that we make an intentional effort to address it. You don't need a decade of experience analyzing data to spot it. It's the movement to, quote, go green, and particularly the movement against CO2. There are books worth of content about the merits and demerits of climate change, so I won't spend time going down that path. I'll simply say the trend is forming, and we need to figure out how to proactively pivot and skate our businesses to success with this reality ahead. Let me share some insights into the current eco-conscious landscape, explain what companies outside hearth are doing to position themselves as green options, and offer a simple solution that may allow you to do the same, without completely disrupting your business model. Current Landscape While the level of aggressiveness varies across the country, the fight against carbonization has already started. Cities such as Seattle, San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose have already written legislation to limit gas in new construction buildings. Spokane, Denver, New York, and many other cities are considering implementing similar restrictions. The Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation has recently put restrictions on wood stoves beyond the recently updated federal requirements. HPBA just highlighted this in the July issue of the Firetime magazine. According to Pew Research, roughly two-thirds of Americans believe climate sustainability should be a top priority, and the percentage is even higher among younger generations, which makes up our future customers. Simply put, this isn't a topic that's going away. Fortune 500 companies, even those in the oil and gas space, have all started developing programs to position themselves as climate-friendly. But how does that work? How can companies like Microsoft, Google, and Amazon advertise themselves as carbon-neutral, or even carbon-negative, when they run data centers that produce more CO2 per day than most of our stores or products would produce in a decade? The answer isn't some magical resource they've found to run computers without energy, I can confirm this firsthand. Instead, they've leveraged a resource known as Carbon Offsets. Carbon Offsets 101 If you haven't heard of Carbon Offsets before, let me give you a quick rundown. They're complex in practice, but they're fairly simple conceptually. An activity produces 1,000 pounds of CO2, such as running a factory, burning a fireplace, etc. Another activity reduces 1,000 pounds of CO2 such as reforestation, landfill gas capture, etc. The net effect of these two activities is 0 pounds of CO2 pollution, because the second activity offsets the first one. 1,000 pounds minus 1,000 pounds equals 0 pounds. The problem, of course, is that most companies don't directly perform activities that reduce CO2. So instead, they find carbon reduction projects being run by other entities, generally nonprofits, and sponsor them as a way to offset their own CO2 production. This is a federally recognized way of reducing an organization's CO2 footprint, and it's explicitly described in detailed on the EPA's website. Using the same approach, we could use carbon offsets to position our industry's products as carbon neutral. This would allow us to be aligned with the Go Green movement, thus building the argument that we're actually a net positive for climate sustainability. There are a number of places where dealers can find carbon offset projects, such as TerraPass, Impact Carbon, and CarbonFund.org, among others. Logistics and Practicality Well, that sounds great in theory. The practicality wanes when you consider the hurdles you'd have to face as a dealer trying to bring carbon offsets to your store. We just discussed how hectic the last couple of years have been. So how are you going to find time to do all of these tasks? Figure out a marketing plan around carbon neutrality. Determine how much CO2 your products might produce once installed at a consumer's home. Find a carbon offset project to sponsor. Sponsor that project productize that sponsorship to your consumer, and manage and maintain the program. The simple truth is that you probably don't have the time to do it, which makes it seem like it's just not feasible. That's where I'd like to personally offer some help. AES Carbon Offset Program AES is launching a beta program for dealers, where we'll handle all the logistical hurdles of running a hearth carbon offset program. On your end, all you'll need to do is provide information on the following items. The fireplace your customer is planning to buy, the customer's expected usage of the fireplace. AES will then use that information to calculate the CO2 the unit will produce over the next year and sponsor a carbon offset that makes the unit carbon neutral for that period, with a subscription option to renew the offset at the end of the year. We'll also provide you and your customer with a numbered certificate confirming the offset comes with a verified project for traceability and authenticity. The best part? The cost for our service is going to be incredibly low. We ran the numbers on one of our 34,000 BTU inserts, and assuming the customer plan on running it an hour a day, every single day of the year, the annual offset would only cost about $20. I'm looking for a small group of dealers who are willing to test this program out with me before launching it out to the broader FireTime network. You don't even have to be a current AES customer. The only requirement is that you must be open to sharing feedback of what works well and what could be tweaked. If that's something you're interested in, please click the link in the text version of this article and let me know. Conclusion Whether it's going green, economic uncertainty, a global pandemic, or something else altogether, the winners in business will be the ones who can preemptively adapt and move forward. The very fact that you're reading this article in this magazine means that you're interested in improving yourself and your business and that you're part of the push to prevail. If there's anything I can ever do to help in your campaign for success, feel free to reach out to me at V. At AES4Home, that's the number four, dot com. Happy skating, FTM community.
0: Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that article by Michael Vercruzzi. Man, it was awesome. I've got about a page of notes here from listening to it alongside of you. And I mean the the introductory quote by Wayne Gretzky is so good. I mean, not not just for this issue of carbon offsets and electrification, but but for truly, I mean, everything in business. Don't skate to where the puck has been. Skate to where it's going. And truly, in in many ways, our industry has been looking back at where the puck was and hoping it will stay there, and and, and frankly, counting on it staying there not realizing that this thing is moving and we can actually see where it's moving to. You know, I mean, we we don't we don't know what's going to happen in 30, 40 years. But man, when you look at all of the regulatory pressure, look at the data that's coming out and you look at the overall culture of the West right now, this push to do something about the climate crisis we're in is not going away. And Traditionally, our industry has simply shook our fists at it and claimed energy independence and, well, people deserve a choice of their fuel. And while those things may not be evil in and of themselves, they are so antagonistic with the way that they are presented and just very tone-deaf to what is happening culturally. And because we know where the puck is going... We've got to figure out, OK, how are we going to get there and what can we do to make sure that we're part of the ultimate solution? You know, Michael talked about how there are some companies that can use insights of where the market is going to help grow their company, and there's many that don't. You know, and as an example of this, if, if you were just to think about it, like, you know, If we look at where's the market been going over the last five to 10 years, especially since COVID, well, we've seen a major push to interact with companies digitally, to purchase products and services remote, and to make sure that companies can convey their brand and connect with their customers all from the comfort of their living room. But has our industry done that? I, I would argue no. I, I would argue that that most of our industry has been complacent to continue to operate you know, a sales pipeline and, and marketing tactics as if it was 1995. And again, it's not because anyone in our industry is stupid or it's not that we're not paying attention to what's out there, but it's that in the busyness of your life and running a business and dealing with problems and customers and supply chain, we as an industry, I think, have taken our eyes off of the puck and have just trusted that it's going to be in the same spot that we left it, and that's not the case. So, I mean, and and I don't know if you, as you hear me talk about this, you might think like, Tim, like, why are you on this soapbox about it? But truly, I mean, this issue of climate change is not going anywhere. When when, when Michael talked about the statistics, I mean, two-thirds of Americans right now, believe that climate sustainability is a major issue and should be on the forefront think about that two-thirds of americans agree on this do two-thirds of americans agree on anything well they, they agree on this and, and and the younger that you go with that question the higher the percentages of people that care about it like the generation coming up cares about it even more so again look at where the puck is going now truly, and we'll talk about this in a a future podcast episode, I think our industry is a major part of the solution to this problem. I, I think actually wood, pellet, and gas products, all in their own way, are a major part of the solution to the climate crisis that our planet is facing. And the sooner that we can wake up to that and and, and start championing it to our legislators and speak with nuance and be able to swallow our pride and and even take a punch where we need to, I, I think the better off that we'll be. Now, as we get into the meat of the article, Michael talked about how many companies, you know, Microsoft, Google, oil companies, you know, they all realize that this is an issue and they also realize that they are pumping tons of CO2 into the atmosphere. I mean, truly, like, you know, Google probably puts more... CO2 in the atmosphere in a day than your business does in a year. But what they do is they're part of carbon offset programs. And I think that it just makes a ton of sense. If you're going to be doing this and you want any kind of, you know, public image credibility, you you have to find a way to offset your, your carbon impact. And, you know, where he talked about these different companies that have, you know, carbon offset programs uh, to me, it's just a no brainer. And, and one of them is Stove Team International. We did a Fire Time Magazine article on the Stove Team International a number of months ago. And we're actually going to interview them in a future podcast. But this group is incredible. And th- this group literally is saving lives in Latin America by replacing open fire cook stoves in homes with cleaner and more efficient wood stoves. And, and, to donate to the cause is very, very minimal, but it makes a huge impact on the health and on the livelihood of folks in a different part of the world, and it also impacts our carbon footprint. And truly, it's not that much of a donation to Stove Team International can offset your entire carbon footprint for a year and make someone else's life better, and it, it's it's incredible. And to me, like that's such a natural partnership with what our industry does you know when, when michael talked about putting together this program i would highly encourage you if you're listening to this you know i would shoot him an email we'll, we'll, we'll link to it in the show notes here but but i would shoot him an email and and if you think about this like you know build the 20 bucks into your price and, and use this as part of your marketing campaign. Like when you're when you're talking to folks, you can talk about how they are a part of the solution to helping our planet continue to thrive. And I, I think that that is a it is a tactic, but it's a true tactic and it's one that's that's good and that's the right thing to do. It's super easy to stay insulated. And and again, like we talk about, like the climate crisis and things like that, it's easy to think, "Look, man, I'm I'm just trying to figure out my payroll for next month," and and I get that life is busy and and things are complicated. But going back to that Wayne Gretzky quote, we need to skate to where the puck is going, and there is no question of the direction of it, and and we got to decide: are 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 we going to ride this wave? Or are we going to stand up and be crushed by it? And I think that we can ride it. And and I think that we can actually come out better than before, but it means that we're gonna have to change some things about what we're doing. So I would highly encourage you to join that carbon offset program. I'm actually working on that right now for the OHPBA. One more thing. I think in our industry, and and it depends on, you know, where you are geographically and where you are age wise, I, I think that those numbers do tend to skew things, but there is a, you know, percentage of our industry that straight up denies climate change whatsoever there's a, a a part of our industry that's you know maybe believes it is an issue but it's not as severe as we think and there's a part of our industry that that thinks it's an absolute four alarm fire but no matter where you are on that spectrum i would highly encourage you to pick up a book called the carbon almanac and this is something that i got about 6 months ago seth godin was instrumental in putting it together and and this book is really really good. It's just a book of data. It's 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 put together by I think it's like over 50 or 60 countries. The the research in it is all footnoted so you can you can see where it comes from. And it just talks about where we are. And 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 it talks about what are some potential solutions to the problem that really we have, you know, about 10 years to to make some drastic changes before there are really, really tough side effects as a result of our rampant waste and and excess. So I would really encourage you to pick up a copy of the Carbon Almanac. Now, as we close out today, I'm going to throw one more thing at you. I mentioned this in last week's podcast, but if you are going to be going to the HPB Expo this year in Louisville, Kentucky, you have to register for the fire time movement event that is being thrown. Now I'm not unleashing the details yet, but I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. It is unlike anything we have done before. And if you want to sign up and get on the list, it's going to be Saturday night of the trade show. You can go to itsfiretimecom slash expo. Make sure to sign up, make sure to sign your team members up because you do not want to miss this. Now, as we round out, if this podcast has been a blessing for you and you want to support it financially, you can do that by going to the website patreon.com slash it's fire time. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash it's fire time. And my hope for you, like I said at the beginning, is that as you're coming into a new year, we're in 2023, you can take some time, you know, right now in, in these first couple of weeks of the new year to reflect on where have I been. Look at where am I going? Look at where is the puck going for my business, with my workforce, with my sales team? Where's the puck going? If I can see where it's going, it'd be really wise for me to try to get there. So I hope you get time to do that. Have an amazing week. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you for listening to the Firetime Podcast. To learn more, visit the website firetime.com. Music from this episode was written and recorded by In Bloom out of Portland, Oregon. We thank you for listening to the Fire Time Podcast, where it's never hot enough, slow is fast, and the way to win is to make it so stupidly easy to buy from you that there's no excuse not to. We'll see you next time. I'm all into and